My name is Crystal, and I'm nine, year old, nine years old. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he created everybody. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus, and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Welcome to another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast, where we get to talk about a story from the Bible and why that story is good news, because it shows us how Jesus is better than anything else. I'm Alicia Yoder, and I've been looking forward to sharing with you guys today. So last time we talked about how God protected the Israelites, even when Pharaoh made them slaves, using two midwives to keep the baby boys safe when they were born, instead of killing the boys like Pharaoh told them to do. We talked about how God protected a little baby boy named Moses and used Pharaoh's own daughter to raise him as her own child in the palace. Well, our story today is when Moses is all grown up. He had lived most of his life in the palace, and one day he realized the terrible pain his own people had been experiencing as slaves, while he had been living a comfortable, easy life with the Egyptians. He spotted one of the Egyptians out one day, beating one of the slaves, and looked around to see who was watching. He didn't see anyone, so he killed the Egyptian and buried him in the sand. The next day, he saw two of his own people, two slaves, fighting with each other. Moses asked one why he was hitting the other, and the man said, Who do you think you are, telling me what to do, like a prince? Are you going to kill me too, like you killed that Egyptian? Well, Moses was terrified because people had found out what he had done. When Pharaoh The king of Egypt heard what he had done. He looked for Moses so he could kill him. But Moses ran away into a land called Midian and collapsed by a well. Now there was a man who had seven daughters who came to the well to bring water to their dad's flock. But the shepherds who also used the well started chasing the women away. Moses saw what was happening and protected them even watering their sheep for them. When the women got home, their dad said, Why are you home so early? They told him, An Egyptian protected us from those terrible shepherds and even gave our flocks water for us. Their dad said, Then why haven't you brought him with you? Go get him so we can have a meal together. Moses liked the man and decided to stay and help take care of his flocks. And he even got to marry one of the man's daughters, named Zipporah, and they had a baby boy. Now, while Moses was living in Midian, the king of Egypt died, and the people cried out to God to rescue them from their slavery. Even though the people had been slaves a long time, God didn't forget about his people, the Israelites. He had made a promise to Abraham a long time ago 
that he would make them into a great nation, give them a place to live, and that all the nations would be blessed through them. God wouldn't break his promise, so he decided to get the man he would use to rescue those slaves. But that man was back in Midian, taking care of his father-in-law's sheep. How could he know that God wanted him to go back to Egypt? Well, God sent a flaming angel to a bush close to where he was watching those sheep. Moses saw the burning bush, but he had to look closer. He said, I have to go see what is happening, why this bush isn't burning up. When Moses came closer, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. Moses said, Here I am. Then God said, Take off your sandals, because the ground you are standing on is holy. He said, I am God, the God of your father and grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Well, Moses covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. God said, I have seen the pain of the slaves in Egypt. I know all the horrible things that are happening to them, and I'm going to rescue them from the Egyptians and bring them into their own good land to rest and work and live together. I want you to come with me and talk to Pharaoh so that you can lead them out of Egypt. But Moses said, How could you choose someone like me to do this job of rescuing the slaves? God replied, I will be with you. And here's my promise. When you do bring them out of Egypt, you will come again to this mountain where we are and serve me all together. But Moses said, If I tell the people that you sent me to rescue them and they ask what your name is, what should I tell them? God said, Tell them I am who I am. I am has sent me to you. And tell them I am the Lord, the same Lord your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob worshipped. My name will stay the same forever, so everyone can tell their children, and their children can tell their children. Go tell the leaders of my people that I came to you and have seen all the pain you have experienced in Egypt as slaves. I promise to take you to your own land now. And don't worry, because they will listen to you. And go to ask the king if they can go into the wilderness to make a sacrifice to worship me. But the king won't let you go unless a strong hand makes him. I will be that strong hand and do all kinds of wonders in Egypt, so many that he will let you all go. Even the Egyptians will be so glad that you are going that if you ask them for silver and gold and clothes, they will give them to you. Moses answered, But the leaders won't listen to me or believe you came to me. God said, What are you holding? Moses said, A staff. God said, Throw it on the ground. So Moses did, and it turned into a snake. Moses ran away, but God said, Grab the snake by the tail. And when Moses did, the snake turned back into a staff. 
You can do that so that they will believe I came to you. Now I want you to put your hand in your cloak. Moses did, and when he took it out, his hand was covered in disgusting white sores. God said, Put your hand back in your cloak. Moses did, and when he took it out again, the sores were gone, and it was just like new. You can do the second sign for them if they don't believe the first, God said. But if they won't believe either sign, you can pour some water from the Nile River onto the ground, and the water will instantly become blood. Moses said, I'm not good at speaking to leaders or kings. I can't come up with the right words to say. But God said, Who made your mouth? Who keeps him from talking or hearing? Who makes him see or be blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, and I will teach you everything I want you to say. But Moses said, Lord, could you please send someone else? God was angry when he said that. But God said, Don't you have a brother named Aaron who can speak well? He is coming to find you and will be glad to be with you. I will talk to you and you can tell him what to say when I tell you both what to do. He can be your mouth. And don't forget your staff because you will do the signs with it. God also told Moses that the men who wanted to kill him for killing the Egyptian were dead now, so he didn't need to be afraid. So Moses asked his father-in-law if he could go back to visit his family in Egypt, and his father-in-law agreed. So Moses and his wife and son went, and God sent Aaron to meet him, and Moses told him everything. And they went together to the leaders of the Israelites and showed them the signs. And the leaders believed, just like God had said, and worshipped God. Now that's the end of our story today. But now it's time to think about the choices people made in our story. What did Moses choose to do? Well, first he chose to kill that Egyptian who was hurting one of the slaves and tried to hide his body. Then he chose to run away when two of the slaves were fighting and one of the slaves told him people knew he had killed the Egyptian. When he fled to Midian, he chose to rescue a man's daughters from some mean shepherds and chose to water their sheep for them. He chose to stay with the man and marry his daughter and care for his sheep. God chose to talk to Moses through a burning bush, and Moses chose to listen. But he also chose to give God all the reasons why he couldn't do the job God wanted him to do, which was rescuing the Israelites from Egypt. God chose to respond to all of Moses' questions and gave him signs like turning his staff into a snake, covering his hand in sores, and then healing it, and promised to send other signs for Moses to show the king. When Moses' last request was for God to send someone else, God chose to give him his brother Aaron as his helper when going to the king. Moses chose to finally go and tell the leaders or elders what God had said, and the elders chose to believe him and worship God. But let's think about what choices could have been made. Could Moses have chosen to just 
stay in the palace and forget about his people, the slaves? Could he have decided to stay in Egypt or not help those women in Midian chase away the shepherds? Could he have ignored the burning bush or refused to do what God wanted him to do in rescuing the people? What could God have chosen? Could he have decided to use someone else to rescue his people another way? Do you ever feel scared to follow the way God wants you to live? To tell others about how Jesus has come to rescue them from the punishment for their sins? Do you ever feel like you've messed up so much that God could never use you to be a part of his plan for bringing people from every nation to know him? When we look at the story of how God wanted to use Moses as part of his rescue plan, we can see how patient and good God is, even when we're scared. God didn't answer all of Moses' questions in the way Moses probably wanted him to, but he patiently responded to everything Moses said. And when Moses asked why God chose him to do the job, did God say that it was because he was so smart or kind or good-looking? No, he said he would be with Moses, showing his power and helping him every step of the way. God is also gracious. When Moses asked God to send someone else, God sent Moses' brother Aaron to help him. God never forgot about those slaves. Even if his promises seem to take a long time, God is always faithful to keep his promises. Just ask the oldest person you know who loves Jesus. They'll tell you. And he never forgets about you either. His plan has always been for people from every place on earth to know him. And he is using believers all around the world to tell others his good news. He has a place for you to join him, just like Moses. But the best news is that even when we fail, when we're lazy or selfish or scared because we don't know what's going to happen or just don't want to, God doesn't look at us any different because there was someone who did obey his father perfectly in every choice he made. Jesus was the perfect rescuer by his obedience in his life and death. He died so that we could have his righteousness so that when God looks at us, He sees Jesus' perfect obedience. That's why we can try and fail and keep trying to follow God and tell others about him too. And when we say the wrong thing or stumble over our words, we can trust that God is the one who can change someone's heart to love him, even if someone else could have said it better than you. Will you trust him to help you anyway? Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for letting us join you in the work you are doing to rescue people from the slavery of sin into new life with you. Would you help us to trust you, even if we don't feel like we're doing a very good job? Thank you that Jesus did it perfectly so that we don't have to. We love you. Amen. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening to the Jesus is Better podcast. You can find more resources and share the latest episodes on my website at aliciayoder.com. And if you and your parents leave a rating and review on iTunes, 
even more kids can hear about why Jesus is better than anything else. Hope to see you next time. Thank you.